turned into l'école royale de spécialiste. He would never have been attached as liaison to the Comte de Sevier, and he never would have been ordered to get on one of these hundred times damned flying boats. From the forward rail of the quarterdeck, Captain Jerome watched Jean-Claude's progress with evident amusement. Six weeks aloft and you still haven't got your sky legs, Jerome said with an aloof aristocratic delight that suggested he'd expected no better. A landless, penniless seventh son of minor Claiborne gentry, Jerome treasured the singular noble privilege to which he was entitled, disdain for the lowborn. His sole redeeming feature, in Jean-Claude's eyes, was that he was good at his job, an asset rather than an impediment to his crew, a circumstance all too rare in the gentry-swollen navy. Jean-Claude scrambled to his feet and tried to recover poise as well as balance as the skyship accelerated into the next aerial trough. You said we were about to make land. His own privilege, as King's own musketeer, was deferring to no one outside his own very short chain of command. Of course, keeping that privilege meant completing his missions without falter or fail, no matter the distance or danger. Orders like, deliver this message from my lips to the Comtesse's ears ere the baby is born, did not account for time spent evading pirates or allow for being blown a week off course by an unanticipated ether storm. Jerome stood on the rolling deck as if nailed to it, not a hair of his white powdered wig out of place. He jerked his chin toward the bow and said, we're coming in Widdershins on the trailing edge as if that clarified the matter. If we don't undershoot and ram the light tower, we should make harbor within the hour. Jean-Claude turned. With the Saint-Marie on a decline, Lille de Zephyr rose into view. There was the afternoon glitter of Lac Rome tucked in amongst the rolling hills. Nearer at hand, the green blanket of the forest crept out of the wrinkled uplands and took a peek at oblivion over the scalloped edge of the sky cliff, Thin plumes of smoke, the telltale signs of human endeavor, curled from behind a ridge to the left. There, on a promontory of rock overhanging the endless fall, was de Zephyr's light tower, its reflector flashing rhythmically. Aren't we coming in a little high? Jean-Claude asked. Skyships could not fly over land. His academy instructors had said ether keels needed a certain amount of air to support them, and flying over rock robbed them of buoyancy, and the St. Marie seemed to be aimed at a hillside. Captain Jerome gave a long-suffering sigh. You can't steer a skyship to where her destination is. You have to steer her where that destination is going to be. Helmsman, make ready to slip. Steer to port on my mark. Reef the mainsails and level the beam screw. Aye, steer to port. Reef the mains. Level beam screw. Aye replied the helmsman. Farther down, the bosun picked up the cry, bellowing a series of orders that must have made sense to the crew, for they scampered about as if the breaker herself were nipping at their heels. Lines and canvas shifted. The ship shuddered as if in anticipation. Steering a skyship requires forethought, strategy, calculation, Jerome said. Helmsman, now. 
the helmsman leaned into the wheel, and the huge fantail rudder flagged to the left. You might want to hang on to something, Jerome said mildly. Jean-Claude grabbed a piece of railing that no one else seemed to be using and swallowed hard. The ship nosed to the left, turning away from land, then rolled over some invisible frontier and began to tilt and slide to the right, until Jean-Claude swore it was going to flip over and throw them all to their deaths. He clung to the rail as the ship tried to fall out from under him. Wind buffets sent his feet sliding. Blood flowed from his mouth where he had bitten his tongue. The St. Marie veered to a course nearly parallel to the sky cliff, angling steadily downward, picking up speed, gliding. The turbulence dissipated. It felt like the ship was tobogganing down a smooth, icy hillside with only the occasional rippling bump. With effort,